In today's episode, some movie clips may contain explicit language not suitable for all listeners. Although Brandon and I will never use such language in our discussion, we believe that this language is integral to the emotion of the movie. Listener discretion is advised. Attention listeners, thank you for choosing the In-Flight Movie Podcast. The captain has turned on the broadcast sign, so please take your seat, relax, open your favorite bottle of whiskey, and enjoy. As Jeremy, when we were kids, um, we actually had to go to a place and pick out a movie, and it was on a thing called a cassette. And Brandon, movies have always been kind of like an escape for me, away from society and from school and from work. Discuss whiskey and movies. The show will begin in three, two, one. Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome to a very special Christmas episode of the in-flight movie podcast brandon we're We're together we're touching hands we are (laughs) we're touching hands awkwardly (laughs) we are touching hands we're in my dining room yeah we're in the same spot which Uh, is different we never do this nope nope we normally zoom zoom meet but this time for christmas we're together do you think this is going to add time or make it shorter this will make it shorter Interesting. I don't know why. I beg but to differ. Will. Oh, okay. Fair Let's enough. start like we do every podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're drinking whiskey this morning. We are, and we're drinking the, <laughs> we're drinking the same thing. It's it's, it's, it's early. <laughs> it's almost noon. It's almost noon. We're drinking whiskey. I brought a gift for you. Yes. I brought a bottle of Long Branch Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey to uh, thank you for this first season of the podcast. That's, it was your idea. Yep. And I don't know why you thought you needed me, but... Oh, my idea for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, we're good. So, we're both drinking this morning, um, and it's going to be fantastic. It's uh, really good. I have a Ooh, bit of a yeah. sinus thing, and it's like... Oh, that's spicy good. It cleans it out. It's cleaning it out a little bit. Yeah, wild turkey. Good job. Good job, wild turkey. Yeah, that... No- <laughs> Not nor- normally would I not drink your stuff. <laughs> I would not normally drink wild turkey, but Long Branch was on the top shelf at the store I went. Yeah, to. it's a top shelf. So, but it was also on sale. So, no, it's a good move. Yeah, right. So I picked that one up for us. So we had Secret Santa at uh, my school, and it was the first year I ever did it. And my Secret Santa bought me a bottle of Glendalough, oh, Irish whiskey, and it is very good. Right, so not a public school. <laughs> not a public not a public school. No. Which is where I work. But you could not do that. Either. You could not exchange? No, booze we could exchange, but I don't think it would I don't think they'd be okay with us exchanging booze. Really? On an official basis. No, oh. I don't think so. Oh, this isn't an official. Oh, it's unofficial. Not everybody's in it. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a who wants to do it. Got it. Can Got do it, it but That's you don't cool, have though. to do it. Yeah, but it one was, thing I do miss about private education was the fact that booze existed <laughs> in the building. Always in the building. Uh, at events, etc. Uh Speaking of uh, school, are you on Christmas break yet or do you still have? No. Okay. We I am. You are. I'm on vacation. Wow. For those of you uh, paying attention, this we are recording this um, eight days away from Christmas. Yep. So the weekend before. So you get a full week before finals are done and everything. Yeah, I'm done. So uh, we had finals on Thursday and Friday, and um, my break started 
this morning. My last final is on Thursday. Oh, my. <laughs> Thursday the 23rd oh my at 10 a.m. So I'm done at 11.30 on Thursday, the 23rd of December. 22nd. 22nd of December. Yes, 22nd. Sorry. My wife is done on Tuesday. We are going to jet off to Florida for a couple days before Christmas. Oh, lucky. Lucky. It's going to be great. Hopefully that's a new Christmas tradition. Speaking of Christmas traditions, what's your favorite Christmas tradition? Ooh, favorite Christmas tradition. Every year... So I, I traveled down to Nixa slash Springfield, Missouri to see my family every year for since I moved away to go to college. My family has done this tradition where we, similar to what we're doing today, we're grabbing a whole bunch of movies that we all like. We vote on the best movie. And then Christmas night, we watch a movie that we've all agreed upon is the best out of that list. So we watched movies in the past, like Elf. We've watched Deadpool before. Uh, we've watched all kinds of movies over the past that have... Uh, we watched, like, The Last Jedi one year. Just depends on what people's mood is. But it's a, it's a fun tradition. Interesting. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, what about you? We have... Uh, well, COVID has sort of shifted our traditions. We used to have a huge party. We should actually have it at... I would basically rent out our school and have it there. But when COVID hit, we... Our our family decided to shrink down to just my mom and dad and brothers and sisters and their kids. So we have Christmas Eve uh, after Mass. Um, and what we usually do is make, uh, we each make a soup. Oh, soup party. But this year, uh, we're doing appetizers. So uh, I'm going to smoke a turkey breast. Last year, what soup did you bring? What was your soup? April makes a pretty wicked chicken noodle soup. Oh, nice. It's got spices in it. It's really good. Spices makes like your what? nose makes your nose run. <laughs> okay, good. Exactly which is usually what you need. exactly what I need right now. Um, we should also tell the the listeners that this is the first what feels like the first actual cold day of winter today. Yeah, it's freezing. <laughs> it's like actually below freezing today. Um, everything up to this point has been fifty plus yeah. degrees in freaking December. And I think that's why my allergies are all just yeah. absolutely scattered. So it might sound like crap. Yeah. Or it might be that we're you know. I noticed. I think I was uh, our La La Land episode dropped this week, and yeah. I think I was under the weather when we did that. Or I was just I noticed in my voice. I did not sound a little scratchy. Yeah, oh. a little scratchy. Yeah, yeah. So I tried to think like, how, what was I doing six months ago when we recorded? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's near impossible for us to identify when we were recording. Oh man. Um, for these things so yeah it's the christmas season do you open christmas on uh gifts on uh christmas eve or on christmas morning so that's a my family growing up was always you start on christmas morning but the the family that i'm uh, i guess married into um they they typically they sometimes do it the day before they do like one the day before one gift on christmas eve yeah 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 um but I don't know. I this is this is kind of our second Christmas as a couple, like a married couple. Yeah, you were barely married last. Barely year. married last Christmas. We decided to not travel or do anything with family last year because our wedding was three weeks before or two weeks before Christmas, so we got to see everyone. We just wanted to be a married couple. So we 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 stayed away from everyone and and just stayed home and and made our own Christmas food and it was great. Yeah. So I don't know. This this is kind of like our first 
real family Christmas as a married couple. So cool. Yeah, this year we're traveling down see my parents for Christmas, and then we're coming back uh, right before we leave. Though we'll do Christmas with the uh, Julie side of the family. Great. Yeah. What about you guys? What are you doing? Uh, we are doing Christmas Eve, and yeah. then I think we are going to. Uh, my in-laws live in Sullivan, mm-hmm. Missouri, which is almost just next up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's pretty close. It's, no, it's not that close, but uh, we'll probably go down there for a couple of days, bring the dogs and everything. Do like you that. guys open? I mean, what do you guys do? Open so gifts? we, because we get together on Christmas Eve, right? With my family, we they open. We don't. Uh, the adults don't get gifts. Yeah. Um. So we'll open gifts there. Mm-hmm. Like my kids will open gifts there, and my nieces and nephews, and then. We we will open whatever I don't know. We have teenagers now, so yeah. gifts is an envelope of cash, cash and then <laughs> gift cards, Irish coffees. Yeah. yeah. So um, so you have do you have like a tiered Christmas day kind of like we have a tiered Christmas day like no. you you wake up you have Christmas with the immediate family and then you travel somewhere and you do another Christmas with extended family or does everyone come together? No. So our Christmas day is beautiful. Is that we don't have anything. So the night before you we have Christmas Eve and then we'll end up going to April's family the next day. So our Christmas day is here oh, and wow. at my house and just we don't do anything. So what does that look like then? What do you do? It looks like pajamas and, and drinking mainly. I oh, mean, right. uh, the NFL is taking Christmas Day away from the NBA, basically. So I'm sure football will be on all day. Um, How do you feel about that? I love it. Really? Yeah. What about all the families of the players? I think they're making bye. Making do. <laughs> I think they're doing okay. I think they're doing okay. Okay, fair. Should we get into our movies? Yeah, yeah. Let's so talk we're going to have to talk about how we did this, and I'm actually going to make a uh, a change here. Okay, yeah. We have eight movies that we've, we've listed, and um, we are uh, going to whittle it down to one reigning Christmas movie champion. How do we do it? We have eight movies, and they are ranked one through eight. Right. Now, this list of movies was compiled by myself and by Jeremy, and then when we kind of you know, had our 16 movies or whatever, we asked our wives to decide of those 16, which of these should be top eight. And right. we, we came up with a pretty, pretty good list. I think most people have seen... Most of these, I, I would, would hope. hope. So. Yeah, you haven't seen one of them. I know. Yeah, uh, which is, I mean, it's not shocking between us, right? It's a movie I picked that you haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. And you picked a movie that I can't make it through. Right. So we we have kind of this underdog in both of our our camps. Yeah. Yes. That we're going to be pushing pretty hard for. Yeah. So uh, here they are, uh, seated one through eight. Number one, the number one seed of all the Christmas movies is. Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. Correct. The original. The original, not the, Santa the series. Claus. Correct. Because two and three struggle. But number one. Yeah. Two's okay. Good. Two's, Three's okay. rough. Three's rough. And then yeah. there's the miniseries that's out now. Which we have not started yet at our household, but we will be watching the entirety of during it's, the season. It's, it's, it's uh, clever. The Santa Clauses, right? The Santa Clauses, yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. it's clever. Right. Uh, well, number two. We'll, we'll, we'll see how this... <laughs> This Disneyfication of everything continues well, on Disney Plus. Just remember that Santa Claus was Disney. It, it to was, begin with. but they're they're kind of taking everything that was good and grand in the '90s and early 2000s and just expanding upon or remaking right. or yeah. doing whatever. Yeah. 
right. number two, Christmas Vacation. Chevy Chase. Fantastic. Beverly D'Angelo. Fantastic. That one brother. <laughs> the brother. What's his name? I don't know. Quaid. Yeah. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Uh-huh. Who's now a mountain man up in, uh, I think he's basically taken over the Unabomber spot yeah. up in Idaho uh, as uh, Cousin Eddie. So that is number two. Number three, uh, everybody loves him, Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Classic third kid, seated movie. Kid empowerment movie of the early 90s, right? Yes. Early 90s. Yes, yes. Kid empowerment, I can do anything. Right around that same time period, you have all these other movies that are about kids defeating adults in various ways. Yeah. This is kind of the, the big one, though, right? Like, this is the, the first true. It was like, it was like, I feel like Home Alone, I could be wrong. I would have to like look through an IMDb list here. Um, but like, I think Home Alone sort of kicked off a new uh run of holiday christmas movies yeah yeah so um and of course you know this is a john hughes movie as well yes god i mean john hughes god is, love him god bless him the man of the era for sure uh 1990 home alone yeah so that was yeah right it was yeah. uh interesting fact about home alone we yeah. can talk about it later but the whole thing was filmed inside of a high school oh yeah that's right the house was not um yeah the house existed but it was only used from the outside everything on the inside was right yeah built in high school yeah, right yeah uh number four go ahead fan favorite i'm sure of a lot of people more recent will ferrell elf yeah 2000 2004 i it's funny i i i uh i go back and forth on whether or not i like this movie 2003 elf everybody loves elf Everybody, Elf is, everybody loves I, Elf. Elf is almost immediately entered the the pantheon of of great Christmas movies. In fact, if you're doing in one of these tiered Christmases and you might be listening in the car, yep, you might be mad at us for having Elf as number four. Why is that? I I would say a lot of people would think that Elf is like the greatest. Oh, like it's 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 the, it yeah, should be number sure. one. Well, they lost to an early. To a, early in the season to a team that's a nobody and really affected their record. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, a, so yeah. You never want to do that. Yeah. yeah. But they're mm-hmm. they're gonna. It might be like a one v four. Yeah. Here for the final. Yeah. And then five five through eight we get a little bit in the mud here. Uh, mm-hmm. Number five uh, is a Christmas story, which is a movie that uh, I absolutely hate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. It is. I've never finished it. Uh, a Christmas Story, nineteen eighty three. It's about the. I mean, again, I don't know how you've never seen this. Like, seen it all the way through. I said you've said you've attempted to watch it and can't. I can't finish it. But it's about the kid who. It's about Ralphie who really wants his Red Ryder BB gun for Christmas, and it's set in like the nineteen fifties, and it's all the consumerism and like nostalgia and joy and everything that comes along with Christmas. Um, Again, for those of you who have never seen it, it's just a it's set like the the week before Christmas up through Christmas. It's about this little kid who's trying to like get his Christmas present, which is a Are there people who haven't seen it? I assume everyone on the planet's seen this movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. TBS, I think it's probably already started to play it <laughs> yeah. on a loop. TBS is famous for playing 24 hours of a Christmas story on Christmas Day. And maybe that's why I hate it. Maybe. Also, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a guy who doesn't 
who who hates things because other people love it so much like sure. music or bands or like if like a, a band's super popular i've never been like oh i hate them because they're popular but this some about this movie i just can't i can't do it anyway yeah we'll talk about it uh, a christmas story will battle elf so that's good so that should knock a christmas story right out of the Right, so, going up against Home Alone as the sixth seated movie is Love Actually, a movie that you've never seen. I've never seen Love Actually. Starring, but we t- we, we've mentioned on the pod before. <laughs> yes, several times. Starring Hugh Grant and Laura Linney and just a lot of people. Yeah. Just a lot of people in that movie. I can't even think of everybody that's in that movie. And you're going to have to explain to me this movie in detail yeah. in order for me to properly vote. I'm sure everybody will love that. But again, it's coming up against a kind of a titan. Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah. yeah. Um, number seven, uh, in the, in the same sort of vein as love, actually, we have the holiday, the holiday. Yeah. Starring Jack Black and Cameron Diaz and Jude Law. Mm -hmm. Is it Jude Law? It is Jude Law. Yeah. Yeah. And then someone else. And the woman who killed Leonardo DiCaprio on the Titanic. Yep. That person. Kate Winslet. Kate Kate Winslet. (laughs) Because we all know there was enough room on the door. There was enough room on the yeah, We've seen yeah. that thing out. Okay, so that's our seventh seed. And that'll be going right. against And Christmas that's like a romance, vacation. like, uh, uh, let's switch places kind of movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, our number eight seeded movie is a movie that has been out for just over a month. Yeah, called Spirited. Uh, Will Ferrell. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Will Ferrell, is, it's like a modern take on... A Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol, yeah. yeah. And Will Ferrell is one of the ghosts, and he visits Ryan Reynolds. And it uh, yeah, hilarities ensue. So he's not... I think, I think what I like about it is, I, first off, it makes fun of itself. Yeah. Um, it makes fun of Christmas movies. It makes fun of Christmas movies. We'll, we'll get into that. Um, but it's going to take on the Santa Claus, and I don't think it's going to knock off the Santa Claus. But we'll see what okay. happens. Um. Are you ready to debate? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, we'll start with uh, we'll start with a four-five game. Four-five game. Okay. Elf versus the Christmas Story. Now, why did you put Elf on your list? Elf, I think, for a lot of people. So this is 2003. So I was 14 when this movie came out, and this is this is like. This movie came out in a time when a lot of other movies were trying to be funny in a different kind of way. A lot of movies like, I don't know, um, there was a lot of like dirty humor coming out during this time period. Um, I don't want to use some of their names because then we'll have to put our language (laughs) disclaimer. But I think you guys know what I mean. You know, like lots of like, I don't know, let's, let's. Punch people in the face and call it funny and stuff like right. that. Yeah, um, a whole series of movies like that. You have movies that are about teens just like trying to get hammered at parties and all that stuff. And like this movie comes out with Will Ferrell, and it's just like a clean humor movie that is hilarious through the entire thing. Like it's it's pure hilarity, and they don't have to rely on people getting punched in the face or kicked in the crotch to be funny. It's just it's just clean humor. Yeah. And and I'm not one of those people that that you know like is a stickler for clean humor but or or for movies trying to be, you know, morally okay, but like it was really refreshing to see a Will Ferrell running around New York City in an elf costume and, you know, spinning around a a door really fast and then throwing up in a trash can. Like that's just funny. Um and Will Ferrell really delivers. 
I also think that this is really the if you kind of look at Will Ferrell's rise, he was pretty much doing SNL before this, right? And he did Old School, yep, which is kind of one of those movies I'm talking about about yep. you know a um, little dirty humor kind of. But then after Old School, he did this, and this like just propelled him into a whole set of movies that are all hilarious and relatively clean um, and really made him the type of actor that he is today. Yeah. So, so Old School yeah. and Elf came out in the same year. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's Frank the Tank. He's Frank the Tank. <laughs> and, and Buddy the Elf. Buddy the Elf. <laughs> yeah. And George Bush, all at the same time. Yeah, yeah, because W came out. Is that w? that's not W? Well, no, but he was George oh, Bush on Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Why? Why do you like the movie Elf? Or do I, you like it? No, I do. I love it. I think first off, little shout out to Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. Who I big fan. Yeah, adore. And there's this the scene where they're in the bathroom at the department store. Yeah, like the employee locker room. And they sing, "Baby, it's cold outside." Yeah, I love that scene. So really, I'd better scurry. Well, maybe just a half a drink more. The neighbors might think. Say, what's in this drink? I wish I knew how to break the spell. I ought to say no, no, no. Mind if I move in? At least I'm gonna say that I try. What's the sense of hurting my friend? I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. Heartwarming scene. Yeah, and uh, I think she helps the movie for me. Um, Will Ferrell can be a lot. Yeah. And it's like, even with Spirited, I was like, ah, Will Ferrell, I don't know. But he does really well in that movie as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. Ryan Reynolds kind of helps balance him out. But um, just also James Caan is the dad. I mean, it's just... Yeah, yeah. Well, I think in Elf, you think about, like, this is pretty early in his movie career. In Saturday Night Live, you've got you've got to bring a lot of energy, yeah. in SNL to to sell it, yeah. So in Elf, he's bringing that same type of energy yeah. in every scene, yeah. And that can be hard with like the editing and stuff like that. So um, it's a it's a little overpowering. So the other characters definitely bounce them out. And I the the issue I kind of have with Elf sometimes is that the other characters are pretty dry. Yes, <laughs> compared to him. Yeah, he. I mean, he steals the screen. Yeah, like. Yeah. Um, the mom, James Kahn. Who's the mom? Oh, she's from everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mary Stein. Oh, yeah, Mary Steenburgen. Steenburgen. Yeah. Who yeah. is uh, the wife of Ted Danson. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so she's the mom. Um, so Elf, I think overall, like, I think Elf is a movie that you can watch every Christmas and laugh every time. Yeah. Agreed? Yeah. Yeah, like, yes. I, we will watch that. We already watched it once. 
but we will watch it probably again on Christmas Day, and um, we'll laugh the entire time. So what um, scene do you want to play from Elf? So One of our favorite things uh, to do is to play scenes. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm i trying to think of like a good scene to play that has just the audio. There's a scene where Buddy the Elf, Will Ferrell, is, he is uh, um, picked up from jail by James Caan. They go home for the first time. He meets the wife. He meets the brother for the first time. And they're sitting down and they're eating a meal of spaghetti and meatballs. And Will Ferrell goes on this kind of this this little speech about, you know, they ask him, how long would you like to stay? He's like, oh, I can stay. And yeah. he kind of goes on this little tangent about, you know, um, about maple syrup. And oh, yeah. Adding maple syrup to everything, to everything and how elves have, you know, four main food groups. And that whole scene for me is just, is a lot of fun. Is there sugar and syrup? Yes. Then yes. We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. Yeah, so there are four main food groups. And then he kind of ends the whole thing with like, you know, a giant burp after drinking a <laughs> two liter of coca-cola which is you know great ad placement for for coke great job on that one what's your favorite color uh, yeah. elf, what's your favorite color <laughs> yeah. what's your favorite scene from elf uh i think it's when he buys his dad the lingerie <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he holds it up and his secretary walks in and she, he goes who's that for and she goes intercom <laughs> <laughs> such a good scene good stuff yeah all right so that's going up on uh, we gotta we gotta we gotta get through these quick so we yeah. have a christmas story uh going up against elf i'm gonna let you talk about so I'm gonna talk, I'm your talk favorite about. just your favorite scene <laughs> okay so i mean everybody knows the movie that's true 1983 uh the scene that keeps coming back to me whenever i think of a christmas story is and i love it because i'm a teacher it's whenever he is writing his theme, his essay about why he wants a Red Ryder BB gun. And while he's writing, he has this, this uh, vision of him turning the essay in to his teacher. Yes. And she's, you know, she's like grading each one and saying F, F. And then she gets to his. <laughs> and she like reads a couple lines and she like clutches it to her chest and she's like, oh. The greatest, and she just gives him A pluses, and everyone is cheering for him, and it's just, it's like, it's like every like middle schooler's dream of what would happen to them if they were famous at school. Sure, like the kids yeah, are yeah. cheering and they're putting him on his shoulder, and yeah, she's just like clapping for him, and it's just hilarious. That, and of course, when um, whenever he goes to actual Santa and tells Santa that he wants a Red Ryder BB gun. Uh, I'm sorry, he goes up to Santa, he wants to ask him for a BB gun, but freezes, and Santa says, little boy, tell me what you want, and he can't. Ho, 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 then what's your name, little boy? Hey, kid, hurry up, the store's closing. Come on. Waiting here, so get going. What do you want for Christmas, little boy? 
My mind had gone blank. Frantically, I tried to remember what it was I wanted. I was blowing it, blowing it. Come on, kid. How about a nice uh, football? 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 What's a football? With unconscious will, my voice squeaked out. Football. Okay, get him out of here. A football? Oh, no. What was I doing? Wake up, stupid. Wake up. No. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. So this movie is hard for you because you haven't seen it all the way through. Correct. What, where do you struggle here? I. It's not funny. That's That seems not funny to you? I don't know why. I don't know why I don't find a mall Santa Claus kicking a young boy... Just pressing his just pressing his face with his toe. <laughs> He's got his beard pulled around his like. I don't know. I just never saw the allure of it. And then him like sliding down the slide, going no. Yeah, and the light, like I, the, the dad's light, the leg lamp, like yeah, frigile. It's Italian, and like yeah. that's just. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. And then why is he in a rabbit suit? Because his aunt made him a, a costume. He looks like a pink nightmare. <laughs> See, that's not funny to you. I mean, okay. The dad's a jerk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has so. But at the end, okay, which I've that's, never that, seen. That's why you got to watch it all the way through. So we might put a little asterisk. I mean, I think there's a clear winner here. But put a little asterisk next to it. You know, there's a there's a redeeming quality in his dad at the end of the movie. Oh, you want me to tell you what it is? Uh, yeah, just tell me. He buys him the BB gun, and he's like the happiest kid in the world. And he's like, "Oh, he'll be fine. He won't shoot his eye out." And then he goes outside and shoots, and shoots his, his eye, eye out. <laughs> but his dad is very sweet at the end, and and gets him what he wants. I just don't get it. Like, I just, okay. I don't know. Okay. Right. I don't know who are we moving on in this bracket. Well, I I don't think I'm going to convince you that a Christmas story should move on. So I. I, I personally think that Elf is a better movie than A Christmas Story. I would like Elf to move on. Okay. So Elf is moving on. Mo- Elf will move on. Elf is moving on. All right. Elf is moving on. Yep. Buddy the Elf, <laughs> moving on. All right. With the it's next... going to be embarrassing when it's just all the top seeds that... Anyway, it's well, fine. It's how it normally goes, right? N- no, but... Okay. All right. Let's do the three six. Home Alone. Home Alone versus a movie you've never seen, Love Actually. It's going to be hard for me to convince you that Love Actually is actually <laughs> yeah. better than Home Alone. We'll start with Home Alone. Why don't you give the people... Yeah, Home Alone. Uh, Kevin... Um, I can't think of their last name in the movie. It's an Irish name. Mm-hmm. Kevin is uh, stuck at home. He's uh, he's a terror to his family. He's, he's young. He's stuck in the middle of a huge family. Cousins are over. Uh, his parents... Don't find him very... Uh, McAllister. Kevin McAllister, thank you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, his parents don't find him very lovable at times. <laughs> and so basically, the, the gist of the story is they're all going to go to Paris for Christmas. I don't know why. They're going to visit family, I think. And uh, they all have pizza the night before they leave. And Kevin gets into some trouble, and they make Kevin sleep in the attic room. 
right upstairs. Yeah. And then they all leave for France without him because they forget where he is and he yep. oversleeps. Yep. And so he is home alone for probably what two nights. Yeah. Total. Yeah. They they actually make it to Paris, and that's when they realize that they <laughs> they left him. Yeah. So because uh, there. Are, to be clear, there are a lot of kids involved. Lots. I mean, probably the whole ten kids. Yeah, yeah. There's six adults or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and they they count off at the be, before yeah. they leave. They that instead of counting Kevin, they count the luggage guy. Yeah, <laughs> and he gets counted and he gets left. And so, um, what we learn before they leave is that there's people, uh, two guys, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern, who are uh, casing the neighborhood to rob over the holidays, and uh, Joe Pesci p- plays a fake cop. Mm-hmm. And he makes his way in, and uh, that's where the hilarity ensues. Is that Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern try to rob the McAllisters' home, and Macaulay Culkin puts up a defense all on his own. Saves the house. Right? Saves yeah. the house. Saves, gets them. the guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. lights their heads on fire. Makes yeah. them step on nails. There are times in this movie, and I have not watched it yet this season, but I will. Where I'm like, that is literally cruel. Like that, yeah. Oh my god, some of the like he steps on nails and stuff like that. Like that's <laughs> the nails go- and like the uh, the the tar. Yeah, and uh, lighting his head on fire. The hot iron on the doorknob. Yeah, isn't there an iron that swings also from a? Yes. Or is that a bowling ball? No, it's a paint can, right? Paint can, yeah, paint can to the face. Yes. An iron does fall down the laundry chute. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. And because he's laying there, right? And yeah. Like, the iron is supposedly hits him in the face. Yeah. Like, any one of those incidents might kill a man. No joke. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I think we could play a scene, but I think most of the scenes in this movie, uh, kind of like some of the movies we covered this season. Yeah. This is the physical comedy. It's the physical comedy. Yeah. yeah. And that's going to go up against Love Actually. Now, I got to tell you something. Love Actually. Because... Um, I'm, I'm telling you right now, Home Alone, I think, is a great, great Christmas movie. I think it's also just a great mov- like movie. Sure. Like, uh, John Hughes, you know, the writer of this and other great movies of the era, like, he's, I'm finding he's one of my favorite writers of all time. Right. Like, he goes, you know, he goes up against some guys that we've talked about as well that I really like. But... He's just got great stuff, and like his story, his his world building is really cool, right? Um, you know, and his connection to Chicago and stuff like that is really cool. That all of his movies are set there, so a lot of the most famous movies from this era are going to come from John Hughes. I think this is just another great one, and also the movie, the the music in this is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so, music is done by John Williams, who did Star Wars. There we go. Yeah, See? John Hughes, uh, Home Alone, Uncle Buck. Mm-hmm. Um, planes, trains, and automobiles—just mm-hmm. a ton of movies. Yeah. Uh, Breakfast Club. All those Breakfast movies Club's were about, were yeah. his movies, and yeah. uh, so it's going to take a lot for me to say Love Actually is better. Yeah, well, you've never seen it, right? I'm just going to give you the cast okay. right. of Love, a- Love Actually, and then we'll go from there. Okay. We got Bill Nye. Okay, um, he plays he the plays Billy. Guy? No, the British. Okay, you know who I'm talking about? No, Bill Bill Nye. Uh, uh, he was in a lot of things. Okay. Um, let's see. He's best known for, uh, well, he's best known for Love Actually. So okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, Colin Firth. Ooh, I like Colin Firth. Colin Firth is in there. Uh, Liam Neeson. Certain set of skills. 
certain sets, certain set of skills. La Emma Thompson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Martin Freeman, Chiweedle Ejiofor from our uh, movie uh, uh, Serenity. Yeah. Is in this movie. Oh wow. Okay. Um, Kieran Knightley, Hugh wow. Grant, okay. huh. Laura Linney. Um, there's a lot of people in this movie. There, lots of lots is. of people in this movie. So. Um, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Alan Rickman. Anyway, the movie's British. And uh, Laura Linney is the only American. I think she's the only American in the movie. Yeah. Oh, no. Billy Bob Thornton uh, makes a cameo as the American president. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's very scuzzy in the movie. Sure. Okay. Um, and basically, it's all of these stories. I love movies like this that are like, um, have you ever seen the movie New Year's Eve or Valentine's Day? Mm-mm. So, okay. Don't. But okay. <laughs> um, same thing. Got it. A lot of these stories that you see these different stories of different people's lives going on. And at the end of the movie, they basically all come together. Oh, okay. So Hugh Grant okay. is the prime minister of England. Oh, wow. Um, and he's single. Okay. Um, Emma Thompson is married to Alan Rickman and they're uh, a married couple. And Alan Rickman is tempted by his secretary. Um, they don't have an affair, but, uh, it's implied that it could have happened. Um, We've got Laura Linney who works at this um, ad firm and she's got a crush on a guy. It's just, it's a good movie, but it starts with Keira Knightley um, is getting married. And uh, I don't know if you've seen the, there's this um, like a, a scene that is like memed to death where this guy is in love with Keira Knightley. Mm hmm. His best friend is her husband in the movie. Okay. There's this scene. I don't know. You've probably seen it. He's standing outside with like cue cards. Oh, yeah. That's from this? That's from this. Oh. Yes. So well, that like movie. Holding, holding the cue cards. She like opens the door, but they can't say anything. Right. So he holds the cue cards and like. Yes. Pull. He says it's That's Carol true. Singers. And then okay. he tells her that he loves her. And he's like, I'm done. Oh. But I just have to tell you, it's it's a it's a good. That's a that's an iconic scene. Yeah, and uh, okay. it's it starts at the airport and ends at the airport um, with just scenes of family members reuniting at the airport. So it's sandwiched okay. in. Okay. Um, and the whole premise of the movie is that love is all around. Hmm. And so it's all these people falling in love or uh, love during the holidays. Love during the holidays. Um, there's like. Best friend love in the movie that you mm-hmm. like, like two dudes who are like they realize that they're the, just best friends and like they, they, yeah they're bros and they like want to hang together, kind of like us. <laughs> um, there's the rocky marriage. There's the new marriage. There's the guy who's in love with the new the woman who just got newly married. You got Laura Lenny who's in love with a coworker, but she can't really do anything about it because she has a special needs brother that lives over. Like it is all there's it's a, a lot. lot. It's a lot of emotion and. Uh, it crescendos with this scene where they're almost all together. Okay. Almost all these characters are together. By in on purpose or like they're all just doing so different it, things. So as the movie goes on, you start to learn that okay. all these people know each other. Oh, interesting. Uh in a way. Okay. And so um are they're all like the brothers or like whatever. Okay. So like Hugh Grant is Emma Thompson's brother. It's a whole thing. Okay. But um there's a, a school Christmas pageant and it ends with oh there's two kids two little kids that like 
huge crush. Okay. Liam Neeson's mm-hmm. Liam Neeson's stepson. Okay. Um, it's really just a very touching movie. Okay. Um, but it's also hilarious. Okay. So it's very quotable. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Nye plays this washed up musician who like trying to make a career comeback with a Christmas album. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite lines is is, is uh, so if you believe in Father Christmas, children like your uncle Billy does, buy my festering turd of a record. And particularly enjoy the incredible crassness of the moment when we try to squeeze an extra syllable into the fourth line. <laughs> I think you're referring to, uh, if you really love Christmas... Come on and let it snow. Ouch. So, uh, here it is one more time, the dark horse for this year's Christmas number one. Christmas is all around. Thank you, Billy. After this, the news. Is the new Prime Minister in trouble already? Which is good. And then there's another line where he's like, don't do drugs, kids. Become famous and they'll give them to you for free. (laughs) Uh, So so I could, I would say if I had to choose between Home Alone or Love Actually to watch, I would watch Love Actually over Home Alone. So you have, you, you get to pick one Christmas movie to watch on Christmas Day and you don't get to watch any others. Right. Love Actually or Home Alone. Love Actually. Love Actually. Yeah. Much more of a complex storyline, I'm thinking, than Home Alone. It's a complex storyline. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, as funny as the iron in the face type of... No, it's different humor. Different humor. Different humor. Okay. Like one-liner kind of humor or uh, like... Yeah. Under the surface kind of... Yeah. Adult humor. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. And adult okay. situations. Adult situations. Yep. Okay. All right. So you'd pick Love Actually over Home Alone? I would. I would. All right. I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you simply wow. because simply because I don't want this to be a an easy comedy bracket. I want to see some diversity in this. There's definitely diversity and there's depth in Love Actually. There's no depth in Home Alone. I mean, there's a little depth in and Home Alone. And we're not we're not, this is not a this is not a comedy bracket. This is a Christmas movie. No, it just so happens like all the Christmas movies that we picked are comedies. Yeah. So like <laughs> We don't have It's a Wonderful Life on here, or we don't have we don't, Miracle on yeah. 34th Street. That is um, true, yeah. But I do find that most Christmas movies are comedies in general. I mean... Yeah, there's some humor, um, yeah. 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 Not a lot in Miracle on 31st Street. No, there's some real, yeah. real stuff, stuff in Love, actually. Okay, all right, I'll give so it a We're actually going to move it on. You haven't even seen it. I, I'll give it a chance. Okay. I'll give it a chance. We'll, we'll, on our next episode, we'll follow up on a couple of these movies. Great. And, and we'll... We'll see what's going on with Love Actually and with A Christmas. Had I not known you hadn't seen Love Actually, I might have actually made you watch it over Prior. this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, sorry. Oh, well. We'll see. All right. So we got two moving on so far. All right. Yeah. So we got Love Actually and Elf. So now we're uh, Christmas vacation and the holiday. I. What is there to talk about? I think Chevy Chase is one of the greatest comedians of ever. Yeah. I I can't. Every time a vacation movie is on, I want to watch it. Yeah. You know, like, he's just from a different era of comedy. That is, I don't know how how to describe it. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, like Bill Murray style. You yeah. Know, all from the same kind yeah, of... They hate each other in real life. Do they really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but Chevy Chase is just like... Uh, it, that movie's so good. 
so funny. I will watch that whenever it's on. I mean, there is no moment. Like, if we were going to do scenes, we, I mean, I'd just play the whole damn yeah, movie. That's I mean, what I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of, like, what what movie, <laughs> what scene would I, would I... I mean, one. I think one of the scenes that's kind of underrepresented is that when, is when they go sledding. That's a great scene. It's a great scene, but I don't think people really remember that. In the grand scheme of the... Right, right. Hang 10. This is a new non-caloric silicon-based kitchen lubricant. My company's been working on it. Creates a surface 500 times more slippery than any cooking oil. Ah, we're really going to fly down the hill with this stuff. Has anyone ever used it on a sled? Not that I know of, Russ. <laughs> well, don't go putting all that stuff on my sled, Clark. You know that metal plate in my head? Ah, how can I forget? I had to have it replaced because every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. So over at the VA, they had to replace it with a plastic one, and it ain't as strong, so... <laughs> I don't know if I ought to go sailing down no hill with nothing between the ground and my brain but a piece of government plastic. <laughs> you really think it matters, Eddie? Well, see, the, the plate runs right underneath my part here. And these, over here, it's, you know, nothing. But, but here, if this gets dented, then my hair just ain't gonna look right. I know the feeling. Well, I better try this first, see how it works. Well, you be careful there, Clark. That's a... Nothing to worry about, Eddie. Going for a new amateur recreational saucer sled land speed record, Clark W. Griswold, Jr. Remember, don't try this at home, kids. I am a professional. Later, dudes. Later, rip. Hang pen. Yeah. yeah. Non-stick yeah. cooking varnish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they lightly push him, and it's a fireball down there. I, I think that's a great scene. That seems good. There's a scene where he's, like, explaining at the beginning of the movie, like, his new product at work. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's a cereal... It's a varnish. It's a varnish. He uses the word varnish that you put on cereal that yeah. keeps it from getting soggy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's awesome. And then there's the scene also at work uh, early when there's like, oh, Mr. Shirley, uh, we got your Christmas card the other day, and my family and I are very flattered that you remembered us. Corporate cards. Don't forget that report, Bill. Yes, sir. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> and I also think it's funny that his boss never remembers his name, but yes. he always just keeps right. saying it back to him every time. Yeah. Grisball? <laughs> Griswold, sir. <laughs> Put it right over there. And all the gifts are the same shape. Yeah. Yep. That he, yeah. All the gifts for the boss. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know the boss is Brian Doyle Murray, uh, who's Bill Murray's kid? Brother. Brother. His oh, brother. wow. Yeah, it's oh, okay. he's I awesome. Caddyshack and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, besides that, the whole scene where he is trying to plug in the Christmas lights, yes, this, is mean, hilarious. All of it. The tree, yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of this humor is he he finally gets to the point where they find the right combination of switches and the lights actually come on. Yeah, and the whole rest of the city and, dims. Yeah, and the nuclear power plant goes in overload. <laughs> And it's just this guy at the nuclear power plant that has to turn a giant switch that says like overdrive or something like that. Or it's good. Yeah. It's so <laughs> I think the scene that I would 
I think the scene that culminates in is his when he snaps. Yeah. At the end, and he wants Mister Shirley, his boss, brought to him. Yep. And he goes off in front of the family. Yep. Yeah, we'll play that one. If you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me, I have one. I like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there on Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? I, I just... It's... It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I also like the... I don't remember what day it is, but it's after Eddie shows up and he's emptying... Um, his RV toilet into the sewer. Yeah. And Clark's looking out the window. And he's like, Oh, the silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air, and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. <laughs> I might have to watch that tonight. And Beverly D'Angelo, <laughs> Beverly, Helen is just like always try, trying to stand up for her cousin always yeah. like he doesn't know and she's so her. great this movie i know she's, she's so fantastic. patient yeah. yeah yeah perfect combination for chevy chase yeah that goes up against the holiday i i brought this one to the Poor table the holiday i i was trying to think of other movies that are not directly comedies yeah i think jack black does pretty good here this is it's a good it's, it's a, a good fine movie. movie yeah um but i just the way the seating came out i don't think there's really any way that this can move forward. So the holiday got slid in um, during this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was going to be Fred Claus, which I think only four people have seen. Yeah. Um, the Vince Vaughn Christmas movie that, where Vince Vaughn's just literally Vince Vaughn for yep. 95 minutes. Right. And then you, Paul Giamatti does play Santa Claus. Like, if, like interesting, but you've never <laughs> seen Fred Claus. Nope. Yeah. So we put in the holiday. Right. Jack Black's great. Yeah. Um, I love like when he is like making music with his voice. Yeah, he's like. Right. why I like you know School of Rock is a underrated movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you get the scene with Kate Winslet and the old man, the old movie star who like she kind of helps like. Uh, I don't know. She kind of breaks him out of his shell a little bit after he's lost his wife and. uh it's good, and then you know Jude Law and Cameron Diaz mm-hmm. heating it up in yeah, snowy in, England, right? Snowy, snowy cottage life, in England. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I it's been a while since I've seen this movie. I just had it ranked pretty high in my IMDb, and I was like, yeah. oh yeah, this is a good one. Um, I don't really have a scene that I can point out. As I like, think it's more. I it's been a while since I've seen. It. I think it's a New Year's Eve movie. I think. It might be right after Christmas. Right after, into, in between yeah. Christmas and New yeah, Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. New Year's Day. So, I think Christmas Vacation moves ahead pretty Yeah. Pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. 
Shout out to Ed Burns in the holiday. He's the uh, jerk boyfriend who cheats on or like leaves Cameron Diaz at the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. It's a weird little cameo. <laughs> I like Ed Burns. I don't know if anybody knows who Ed Burns is, but yeah. Yeah. All right. So Christmas vacation moves on. Okay. And then the last game, the last matchup is the uh, 1-8 seed, the Santa Claus starring Tim Allen versus uh, the newbie, the, the upstart, <laughs> spunky new Christmas movie Spirited. We'll see if this one was this Amazon put this together apple tv apple tv that's right apple tv put out this what they hope is a, a new christmas classic spirited yeah Ryan so i want to talk about this for a minute because okay. i watched it um solely for the spectacle of what i didn't know what it was going to be i didn't a know it was a musical i did not know it was a musical and then they start breaking into song about 15 seconds into the movie right. and a, my wife looks at me she's like did you knew this was a musical right I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I had no idea. <laughs> um, so uh, that was one thing. And then I wanted to see. Well, I haven't seen Will Ferrell in anything in a long time. Um, yeah, it's been and a while. so it was. It was interesting he to looked, see him. He kind of looks it too. He looks old. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Um, he did a. He did a Sherlock Holmes, like Holmes and Watson or something like that, oh. a couple years ago with his really good buddy. I can't remember the guy's name. John, John C. C. Riley. Yeah. He he's done a few things like that recently, but I haven't really seen him in much, which kind of tells me that maybe he's yeah, he's done. Yeah, <laughs> he might be done. But I I don't know why he did this movie. Um, right. Couple things about this movie. One, the music uh, was written and um, produced by the same people that did The Greatest Showman, and there are times right. in the movie that you you can be like definitely I tell can tell yeah. Um, the twist in this movie, like I don't know. I feel like it's a true spoiler alert. Okay. Um, but it has to be talked about. Yeah. Is that you, you get this thing and it's called Spirited and it's called Spirited because it's a behind the scenes look mm-hmm. at the whole operation that Jacob Marley yeah. from The Christmas Carol, the ghost that haunts Ebenezer Scrooge before right. the three ghosts. It's a whole behind the scenes look at that operation. Right. So you see the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future working. Working, yeah. And working behind the scenes. And, and like planning out. Planning how out how they're going to haunt this person and recreating the person's life. And yeah. it's a very interesting take on yeah. A Christmas Carol. And we've we've seen this we've seen this in other movies about like Santa. Yeah. Sometimes there's like these really, you know, you kind of see that in Elf, right? Like you go to the toy shop and like, Well, in the Santa Claus, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's a great, I think a great animated movie called Arthur Christmas in which they do the same thing. Um, so it's, it, these behind the scenes kind of looks at, at our, our traditions and culture and stuff like that is, is fun to think about. Right. You know, like, you know, tens of thousands of elves, <laughs> working at the North Pole, not only like building toys, but like logistics. Yeah. And like janitors. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really good. Like in like like wrapping division and the the language in the uh the language of the movie is uh it's not bad. I think it's PG thirteen. Yeah. Um but like the way they describe the people they call like a bastard in a suit and yeah. like <laughs> he's a real turd of a person. Like yeah. it's so so good. Um so basically they these ghosts, they haunt one person every year, mm-hmm. and they try to get them to change their life. Right. And that person supposedly will have an impact on everyone else's life, and that's how they like justify only focusing on one person every year and right. doing it great. Right. 
so that that person will have the maximum impact on yes. making the world a better place. Yes. So they have the guy, uh, Jacob Marley. Uh, so Patrick Jacob Marley Page. is paid, played by Patrick Page. He is the head ghost. Yep. He runs the whole operation. Running the operation. However, the ghost of Christmas Present, who's played by Will Ferrell, is sort of the guy that he's like the second in yeah, charge. He's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Um, so they have this guy figured out. Uh, and as they go to visit this guy that they've picked out, this hotel manager in Vancouver, mm-hmm. in walks Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. And Will Ferrell is like hell bent on Ryan Reynolds being the person mm-hmm. that they haunt because yeah. he is, he's basically the worst, an internet troll. Yeah. And he's an internet troll to benefit people. He sows disinformation right. for the he, benefit. He runs, he runs a whole PR firm who whose job it is to create tension between people to sell products. Correct. Yeah. So like the opening scene they're at this hotel. It's such a good scene. It is. It's like the the, the Christmas Tree Federation of Canada or yeah. something like that. The live Christmas tree federation. Live yeah. yes. yes, that's that's important. The live Christmas tree federation hired Ryan Reynolds to come do PR for him. And so he breaks into song about how no no no, you don't need to like tell how great Christmas trees are. You just need to tell them how terrible fake pla- trees fake plastic trees and are. And the people who use them. And that they're, you know, not true Americans or yeah. whatever yeah. if they buy fake trees. Yeah. And it's like we're gonna send out tweets and all these things and, and and sow disinformation and chaos so that you will sell more Christmas trees. Right. And so <laughs> he's just a terrible person. He's a terrible person. <laughs> what I think what my one of my favorite lines is is uh Will Farrell says he's a mixture between he's a perfect blend of person between Ryan Seacrest and Mussolini. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's like he makes you want to push an old lady down the stairs. Like it's like and that's when Will Farrell falls in love with him. Yeah. And then we find out that Jacob Marley's like, he's can't this guy is unre this guy cannot change. Unredeemable. He's unredeemable. Yeah, is what they call um, it. Yeah. And we get a hint at and I figured it out pretty quickly. I don't know how quickly you figured uh, it out. Pretty quickly, yeah. It's it's not it's not hidden very well. There's one other person who made it through the program who was, who was unredeemable. unredeemable. And we learn at the very end, towards the end of the movie. Towards the end of the movie, that Will Ferrell was the other unredeemable person, and that's when we learn, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, cover your ears, yep. Will Ferrell is actually Ebenezer Scrooge. Right, right. Who's been doing this now for... 40 uh, yeah. decades or yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Right. That Since, is the yeah. hook for me. That is the twist for me that like hooked me into yeah. this movie. Yeah, that's Because while I kind of thought it was coming, I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Um, and then from there on, it's like, ins- it's insane. So for me, the hook on this was not that so much that it's when things started, didn't go, it started to not go well. Whenever Ryan Reynolds starts pushing back yeah, and like saying, hold on, what do you mean? Like he starts asking, why don't I get to ask questions? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Whenever he starts like pushing back and it's like the whole narrative of we're going to haunt you. Yeah. And they're like, hold on. No, no, you can't ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is like a different angle that I'm not used to. I, I like this. I, this is going to be good. It's really good. And there's a scene um, where Will Ferrell has just had it. Yeah. So first off, the ghost of Christmas past is, uh, is a woman who uh, basically, <laughs> 
Ryan Reynolds seduces and uh, ends up sleeping with her in his old childhood bedroom from the 80s. and so, so she, she has to back out. Yeah, she's like, I, I can't. I can't do it. This guy's too interest, into me. Yeah. He's attached to me. It's great. It's, it's, and so Will Ferrell gets he's first. He, angry Will Ferrell is my favorite. Yeah. So him being Ebenezer Scrooge is great. Yeah. And so like we get that little anger coming out every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so uh, the scene for me is when he's finally had it with Ryan Reynolds. And uh, it's in Ryan Reynolds' old office. And we'll listen to that now. What the hell is wrong with you? Me? I have never once had to put up with this level of bullshit from a perp. A perp? We are walking around in your past. Most people are too freaked out to to crawl up my ass with a bunch of stupid, irrelevant questions. Stop it. Shut your dumb face and just watch the scene. So that's the scene where I was like, when Will Ferrell starts getting annoyed with Ryan Reynolds. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ryan Reynolds starts pushing back. And then we find out that Will Ferrell is Ebenezer Scrooge. And then we have that brilliant scene in London where they're saying good afternoon good to afternoon, each other. Now, yeah. So there's, there's a, a little story here. I did some research on this because I really love the movie. Um, good afternoon is, was not a put-down okay. in England ever. Okay. But it is used as a put-down in the original Charles Dickens work. Oh, so they wow, say good okay. afternoon a lot in the Charles Dickens work. And they thought that that was so funny that they decided to make a whole song and dance routine out yeah. of it, yeah. getting the entire city of London angry at each other. <laughs> so in the in the in the movie, one person says good afternoon to someone else as like an insult and they don't know why. And yeah, then Ebenezer just, Scrooge yeah. says it to a kid. Oh, right, right. And yeah. they're like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, it turns out that in this time period, that was a major insult. It was a major insult. Yeah. And so there's a whole song about. Right. Ryan Reynolds convincing Will Ferrell just to let go, release, and just like... Be angry. Be angry and say good afternoon to anybody. Yeah. And so they go around London just saying good afternoon to everyone, and everyone's outraged, and it's it's hilarious. It's a good... good I think you could definitely see the greatest showman in that right there. Like, that's the most greatest showman. Yeah, because it starts... It's just really good. And there's, like, group stomping and stuff like that. Um, We've talked about this movie a lot. Yeah. Versus the Santa Claus... I mean, I don't want to say the Santa Claus doesn't doesn't get a fair shot. I think Tim Allen's hilarious in this. Yeah, so um, I, there are people who don't think that movie is funny. I can see that. I don't know how. I can see it. I mean, Tim Allen's I, Tim Allen's humor is just so dry and yeah. so witty. Yeah, that like. Again, like my favorite scene is when they're after <laughs> he becomes Santa Claus and they're in the principal's office. They're like, what did you do on Christmas Eve? And he's like, we shared a bowl of sugar and some shots of brown liquor. Played my shotguns, field dressed a cat, looked for women. I read him a book. What book? Uh, Hollywood Wives. The night before Christmas, folks, come on. <laughs> Because they're trying to like say you're being a bad dad, and he's like, "No, I I just had Christmas with my son." Christmas, but he's yeah. just like <laughs> trying to. Yeah. He's try- I mean, he's just trying to start stuff, and yeah. so. So I, th- I I don't know. This movie I think is for 1993. Did everything come out in '93 and '03? It I seems think the Santa like Santa Claus is '94. It might be '94. Um, yeah, '94. Sorry, for '94, I think this movie does 
pretty well. Yeah. Versus 2022, though, I don't think it stands up as well. Like, I will watch The Santa Claus every year. Yeah. It's one of Julie's favorite movies yeah. of all time. Partially because it's like the, one of the movies we grew up watching sure. as kids, right? Yeah. So it's got a lot of good stuff, but like the CGI is not great. No. It, it's got some clumsy parts, sure. some aerial at a bat, you know, you know, that are not great. I think that the, towards the end, when you have the elves with attitude, I think that's hilarious. Yes. Um, it's these, it's like well, they their, use tinsel to break them out of jail. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. the, the special forces of Santa yeah. Yeah. called the elves. Yeah. Um, and they go break them out. Of, I think that's hilarious. Um, again, it's one of those kind of behind the scenes looks. Yeah. I think it's all great. There's three movies. I know. So, that's a bummer. I think that's a bummer for the, for the, for the first one. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of drags it down a little it does. bit. It does. It does. But it's good enough to where they've they're making a series on it now though. Right. So it has some nostalgia appeal to a people of a certain yeah. age. Well the whole idea that anybody can be Santa Claus is cool. Is cool. And then And that it passes down. Tim Allen's Tim Allen's reaction to finding out like his first reactions to the North yeah. Pole when he's like looking through that magnifying glass, lead, like he's like reading the card silently. Yeah. It's yeah. just good <laughs> Tim Allen stuff. Yeah. But back in the 90s, Tim Allen was the king. That's true. Yeah, this is kind of towards the end of his yeah. career. Yeah. Home Improvement, right, is yeah. kind of ending. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, he's had a re- little bit of a resurgence recently. Yeah. But um, I can I can make, I can can make let Spirited move ahead on here. Wow. I can, I can do that. Okay. Can you do that? I want to say that this is recency bias, but like, okay. I've always said that the Santa Claus is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. So you can't then you can't let Spirited an eight seed beat it. I, I know, but it, I guess give me the scene from the Santa Claus that beats Spirited. Man, I think whenever he. The whole montage of him transforming into Santa for me is hilarious. Is it like when he's getting fat, getting and, fat and, and, like, all that and he's stuff like, "I'm in trouble. I'm in big trouble." Yeah. Up, oh, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And also, like, you can also tell this is like 1994 because whenever he shows up for his first meeting after he becomes Santa, and yeah. it's like in a tracksuit. Yeah. And his boss is like, "Look at you! You've put on 30 pounds." Yeah. I'm like, "Whoa!" Like, <laughs> never would say that now. No, no, never, no, say that. never even acknowledge it. Like, I know, but like everyone's like, "Oh yeah, you, you're definitely fat now." I'm like, ooh, okay. So I think the scene where there's three scenes. One, the one that I already talked about in the in the principal's office. Okay, yeah, uh, that's funny. The scene where he's ordering lunch for the first time at his office. And I'll have a Caesar, no dressing. And one of those homemade cookies, the warm chocolate chip, no nuts. And uh, a little slice of cheesecake, uh, creme brulee, and um, oh, hot fudge sundae. Extra hot fudge. On the side. Anything to drink? Ice cold milk. Stung by a bee, Scott? A big bee. <laughs> and he's like... Ends with an ice cream sundae. Ends with an ice cream sundae. He's like, sprinkles on top. Oh, and some cookies. Um, <laughs> that, that might be what we had to play. <laughs> that's, a, yeah, that's a great scene. And then... Um, the scene where he's crabby and uh, he's the first night. It's the first night he's Santa Claus. He hasn't even made it back to the North Pole yet. And he's putting, and on, the- he's putting on the suit. And he goes down the chimney and the girl left milk for him. Oh, yeah. And she's like, 
but you didn't drink the milk. He's like, well, Santa is lactose intolerant. <laughs> okay. And then the well. next year, the next year he goes back and he yeah. she's got soy milk for him. Yeah. And he's like, he's drinking chalk. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and then she's like, you told me you're lactose intolerant. He's yep. like, I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't not let that one go through. Yeah. It's going to go I, on. Yeah. Okay. I'm changing my mind. I, I mean, I think if we did another one of these in four years, Spirited might be. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see how the, how <laughs> we'll it let Spirited age. How it stands up. Yeah. Yeah. We'll let Spirited age a little bit. Okay. So we're on to the semis. Yeah. We're on the semifinals. Okay. Christmas vacation versus Elf. Mm hmm. Christmas vacation versus Elf. <laughs> Will Ferrell versus I'm nervous. <laughs> You're nervous. It's not like Will Ferrell's going to come people, and slap the you in the people, face. The listener, dear listener, yeah. will want Nate. Uh, and some my Nate um, <laughs> will want. I think Nate would want Christmas vacation to move on. But. Our younger listeners, our younger listeners, all of seven of them, would yeah. r- I think want Elf. I think that's a great. I've been thinking about that as well. That age distinction between those two. Yeah, my parents would say that there's, there's no way Christmas Vacation doesn't win this out. You know. Yeah. But I, I might be like, you know, I think Elf has a lot more like in your face humor. Oh, I think Christmas Vacation has more in your face humor. What the one thing I that I think is Chevy Chase is so great. Yeah. But in the dry sense. But there's also care. I don't want to go too deep into character development of a Christmas movie. <laughs> That's true. But he lets the other characters be the other characters. It's not like it's just Chevy Chase all the time. They're, okay, I can doing see. Okay. like Chevy Chase gives way to Brian Doyle Murray as the boss. He gives way to Randy Quaid as. Uh, cousin Eddie, he gives way to his wife. He gives way to his in-laws. He even gives way to his kids. Like when they're cutting down the Christmas yeah. tree, and he's like, the yeah. the, uh, the guy from um, <laughs> the nerd show is like, that's too big for our our yard. He's yeah. like, it's not going in our yard, Russ. It's going in our living room. And like, in the most dry way, like it's perfect. And like this that scene also, he's like, isn't it beautiful, Audrey? And then <laughs> the mom's like. Her eyes are frozen, Clark. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> okay. So you're saying, so you're arguing Christmas Vacation over Elf because multiple characters versus one character. Yeah, it's the ensemble. It's the ensemble. Yeah. <clears throat> I, can, I, I, I will agree. I will agree. Okay. I'll, I'll take Christmas Vacation over Elf. Yeah. Um, I think Elf has much more of a rewatchable I think I could rewatch Elf more times in a row than I can watch Christmas Vacation. So have you seen Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. Okay, so Dumb and Dumber is a movie that I will quote mm-hmm. until the day that I yeah. leave this earth. Yeah. I can no longer watch Dumb and Dumber. Okay. It is annoying, and it is. there are points where I'm like, there's no way people could be this stupid. <laughs> okay. And so like, I, get, I, get, right. I get a sense of that with Elf. Fair enough. Like, it's just too much. Yeah, yeah. But he carries the movie. Carries I mean, the movie. nobody else carries the movie. Yeah. Like, if we were going to do Elf on our show... Like, James Conn didn't even want to do this movie. I, yeah. Right. Why like, would he have? Right. He, he, he read it, thought, yeah, okay, fine, and then got into it and, like, absolutely, from what I've read, hated Will Ferrell. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, Will Ferrell is a 
screen hog. Yeah. Yeah. But in the fact of like, this movie's too silly for me. I'm a serious actor. Yeah, James Conn. Yeah. I think James Conn would say he's a serious actor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, first of all, well, him being the dad, like, is kind of shocking. But yeah. Ed Asner being Santa Claus is weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, Bob but, Newhart being the head of... <laughs> I mean, but think of... Yeah. I forgot until just now that Bob right. Newhart yeah. is Buddy the Elf's foster father. But, like, think about, like... I don't, again, I there's so many scenes. Bye, buddy. Hope you find dad. <laughs> like one liners like that, yeah. but also like whenever he's at Gimbal's and Santa shows up, and he is, he's like freaking out, and then he goes up to her and goes, "You're not Santa. You smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> you smell like beef and cheese." <laughs> it's like this one. He's like six inches from his face, and he goes, "You smell like beef and cheese." Uh, like that's a quotable movie. That's like so quotable. But nothing's more quotable than Christmas Vacation. I again, I think younger people would disagree with you because they haven't seen this enough. Oh, then they need. I mean, uh, people Th- of youth. This might be. This might be like their version of. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's not even. I don't think it's. I personally don't think it's close. Like, okay. I don't want to trump your opinion, I'm but gonna, like, yeah. I'm I'm sixty forty leaning towards Christmas vacation, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have it move forward. But I think when the turkey explodes in Christmas vacation, and then it's just a little dry, and then it's just a little dry, and like they're chewing on it, it's, it sounds like they're eating rocks. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eddie, it's like save the neck for me, and then the dogs throwing up under the table, like the yeah. whole thing. That versus. They hang. They they put the tree. They cut down the tree in Central Park. They put it up, and he goes, "How are we gonna get the star on top?" And he goes, "I got it." And he bounces on the <laughs> on the couch and hits the tree. And it and falls everything over. Falls yeah. over. But we have tree comedy and Christmas vacation. We well. do. Wait. Well, well, a little cat, my, my tree. <laughs> a cat bursts into yes, flames and yes. takes the tree down. That cat had nine lines. He just yeah. used all of them. All right, Christmas vacation. All right, Christmas vacation makes it to the finals. The Santa Claus versus Love Actually. I'm going to let you start on this one. Um, I don't... Uh, this is where I just... I have a less difficult time moving the Santa Claus on. Okay, same way. Um, because it's endearing, because I'm not going to... Because 10 years ago when my kids were 6 and seven i wasn't gonna watch love actually you can't mm. you cannot watch love actually with children the santa claus is a family movie yeah you can watch santa claus with anybody yeah. and everybody can laugh at it yeah um i like the charlie scott kelman reunion mm-hmm. story in santa claus and how yeah through becoming santa claus he gets closer to his child instead of like right yeah further away i guess what i don't know yeah yeah, I'm just think I'm I'm still thinking of scenes from the Santa Claus, like when they drop off the list, <laughs> it's and it's like ten Armando fans. Sante? <laughs> <laughs> and they he walks downstairs, and there's literally hundreds. The of FedEx guys are <laughs> PO'd, and they're yeah, like like, like waving at him like yeah, it was like eighteen, and not FedEx. Yeah, what was it? Federal Express. Oh, Federal Express. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Federal Express. I mean, what FedEx is now, but yeah. back then it was literally yeah. called Federal Express. Um, I. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to move the Santa Claus ahead. Yeah. Um, again, that's my lack of experience with Love Actually. 
I don't think I'll come to regret that after I watch it. But nah, you won't. But again, these are now. This is two movies that have some time between them, right? Like, yeah, Christmas uh, Vacation. Christmas is, Vacation is probably like 89, 86, 89. Well, if it's just that, it's not that long, but it feels like it's forever. It's eighty nine. And the Santa Claus was when? Uh, 93. I cannot believe there's only... No, 94. F- 94. Sorry. There's keep doing five that. years between this movie. That's it. That's a huge That's a huge gap whenever I look at the two the, When you two feel movies. it. Yeah. One very much feels like... An 80s, 80s movie. One very... The other one feels very much like a late like a yeah. 90s movie. Oh, that's interesting. So you're, you're, a, you're an eighth grader and Christmas Vacation mm-hmm. comes out and then by the time you're a senior in high school... You're the watching Santa Claus is out. You're watching elves fly. That's weird. That you're watching CGI. Yeah. There's no CGI in Christmas Vacation. Ah, eh, just the little sledding scene. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's green screen. That that's bingo. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thank you. <laughs> but like you're you're watching you're watching mechanical reindeer and yeah, which are terrible, terrible, terrible animatronic yeah. reindeer. Um, and you're watching you know. Some aerial acrobatics out of some elves. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just thinking when they're walking through the North Pole, and you always look behind them, and there's the ballroom. Yeah, and it's just these giant balls just bouncing yes. around in there. <laughs> Every time that we watch that movie, Julie always points out, "Hey, the ballroom's coming." <laughs> I don't even know because ballroom means like you know dancing, but dancing. it's just a bunch of balls. It's just a bunch of ball- balls just bouncing around. <laughs> See, that's that's the stuff that like, yeah. yeah. That's that's good, that's really good. It is okay. So, so basically, we have Tim Allen versus Chevy Chase, right? Yep, pretty much. Um, so, uh, wow, this is crazy. That's that's tough. I've never looked at these two movies like against each other. Yeah. <laughs> Why look at any, Well, I mean, I do think like if once you see Love Actually, you could you could compare it to The Holiday. Okay. Um. A Christmas story and yeah, Home Alone ish yeah. kind of, but like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. What do you got? Who are you taking? My initial thought is Chevy Chase. Okay, simply because I just think he's so good, um, and he's got so the the ability for him to take a an awkward situation or a a routine moment and make it funny. Yeah. Is undoubtable. Yeah. Tim Allen, I think, only has two speeds. Zero and, and I'm yelling. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's why I think I give it to Chevy Chase, and I therefore I give it to Christmas Vacation. And uh, ensemble as well, right? Like, yeah, yeah. T- tell, me, tell me the character development. Well, tell me the ensemble approach of the Santa Claus. Well, I think you really only have... You have three characters developing, right? You have Tim Allen's character. You have... Charlie's character, and you have Neil. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> which Neil's great. Just the fact that his name is Neil, also, and his sweaters that he wears, and, right. and the fact that the his the son calls his, him Neil, calls him Neil. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the the little rivalry between Neil and Scott Calvin. I'm so happy that they they stay divorced. Like, yeah, it sounds stupid, but like. Yeah, I'm happy that Neil gets brought in mm-hmm. to the the and at the very end he's got the he's got the weenie the weenie whistle. whistle. Yeah, it's a weenie whistle. It's a weenie whistle. Yeah, um, so that's 
That's yep. That, but Neil, like the scene where Neil's like, she's like, "When did you stop believing?" He's like, "I was four years old." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Oh my gosh!" He knows were, exactly when it was. Four? Yeah. He's yeah. like, "Yep." I wish for a weenie whistle. Christmas came. No weenie whistle. Whistle. Yeah. Okay, so I would say that the Santa Claus is much more of a family movie it than is. Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Would you sit down with six and seven year old I, children I and, and watch Christmas Vacation? I did. You did. Okay. Yeah. All right. I I think I would also, but I don't think they'd get it as well. No. They no. would think Santa Claus is funnier. Correct. Yes. So does that make it a better Christmas movie? The fact that you can watch it with your family. I think for pure Christmas, pure Christmas, whatever joy. Uh, spirit feel like feel. yeah okay that the Santa Claus is like it bleeds Christmas mm-hmm. yeah and Christmas yeah. Vacation is like what can go wrong what can go wrong it's funny because it goes wrong yeah I mean it is a classic yeah. it's about your in-laws coming in and yeah <laughs> yeah like that scene but the scene like when like nobody loves Christmas more than Clark Griswold. Right. Mm-hmm. And he just wants it to be perfect. Right. And it's not. Yeah. And so like... There's a realness there. There is. There mm-hmm. is a very... There is a realness to the having your in-laws over. Mm-hmm. Like when Ellen is... Wanting to impress your father-in-law. Yeah. When Ellen is in the kitchen. Yeah. And she lights a cigarette. Yeah. And the mom is like upstairs. And she's like, are you smoking again, Ellen? <laughs> and she chops the lettuce in half with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great... Scene. It's just the mom and the daughter, Juliette Lewis and, yeah. and Beverly D'Angelo. I think that there's a lot of depth that goes into that, though. About, but at the end of the day, they have a great. It's a great Christmas. They think it's all a great Christmas, right? Well, he gets the bonus and he gets the raise after the SWAT right. team. Comes. Yeah, yeah. I think it's swatted. <laughs> um, if I swatted, had a rubber I mean, hose, I'd beat you. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's a lot of depth there about some realism. Yeah. But it with the Santa Claus, that's a bring everyone together. Let's watch the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus is magic, 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 right? It's that's just true. the magic of Christmas versus the realism of Christmas <laughs> vacation. <laughs> so, what do you want out of a Christmas movie? The magic, or you want the realism? All right, so I'm going to ask you what you asked me earlier. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas morning. Yeah. You can either watch Christmas Vacation oh. or the Santa Claus. What are you choosing? The wife's sitting down next to me. We just opened presents. We're watching the Santa Claus. Got a little Irish whiskey going, Irish yep. coffee. Mm-hmm. Me, not her. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, she's. We're watching the Santa Claus. So we're gonna keep it. The number one seed coming in is the number one Christmas movie of all time. Do you agree? I do agree. If you could only watch one this year. Yeah, I get so like there have been seasons. We always make this advent calendar of movies that we're going to watch. We okay. never can live up to our own expectations yeah, right. of our ability to watch sure. a single movie. Watch, watching, I've watched Spirited three times. I could have watched <laughs> anything else. This, bit, But if I don't watch a, the Santa Claus, I am bummed. And yeah. I'm watching this miniseries. Right. And I'm loving it. It's probably not even that great. Okay. But like it brings you back to the whole yeah. feeling of that first movie. And National Lampoon, I don't think you can you can do that with. No. I mean I love it. Yeah, I love Christmas great. Vacation. It's great. It's just from a different era of comedy. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Christmas vacation could be about anything. Yeah, that's why they have multiple. <laughs> right, but like, yeah. and yeah, and everything goes wrong and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing uniquely Christmassy about Christmas vacation. But gosh, we even talk about Todd and Margo. So like, but again, it's like the neighbors. Yeah. But again, oh, it's gosh, like, yeah. where are you going to put a tree that big? Um. So like, <laughs> I, I. but I think, I still think it's Santa Claus. I would agree. I agree. I agree. Congratulations, Tim Allen. Yeah, you you won an award. Congratulations, Judge Reinhold. Yeah. <laughs> it's the guy who plays Neil. Yeah. Uh, you win. Yeah, the Santa Claus. The in-flight movie podcast, Christmas movie of the century. Nope. Nope. Not this century. Of the year. Of ever. <laughs> okay, good. Of ever. Do you want to do a little closing here? Yeah. Uh, we have one more show. We do. <laughs> We'll start there. We'll start there. Uh, join us for our, our next episode, uh, which we hope to get recorded between Christmas and New Year's, mm-hmm. uh, where our friend, Michael Faust, uh, watches Ghostbusters for the first time, and we give it the in-flight movie podcast treatment, yep. and we bring him on as a special guest. We are looking forward to that. Yep. Uh, this this episode, um, Long Branch, or Wild Turkey, actually. Yeah, Wild Turkey, yeah. Again, maybe the biggest shocker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> The biggest upset of the day. The biggest upset of the day is like that wild we turkey. like wild, a wild turkey brand of whiskey. Long Branch Bourbon, it was good. Um, for all the movies that enrich our holiday season, we thank you. We hope you enjoy your holidays. We hope you enjoy your Christmas. We hope you get to watch the Christmas movie that you choose. There are certainly way more than these eight. For Brandon Lewis. See you later. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And we'll see you on the next episode with Ghostbusters.